0: Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Seth Buxty. Seth Buxty is a CEO, media host, author, speaker, human behavioral consultant, and addiction specialist. Seth is an award-winning radio presenter and Sky TV host of Men's Talk and Road to Redemption. Welcome to the show, Seth.
1: hoo ha Ferocious. How you doing, <laughs> Gigi? I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing away. How are you, my love?
0: I love it, share away, and I'm so honored to have you on the show today.
1: Oh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm so blessed to be here. You know, I've had one of those days, and I've been looking forward to this moment with myself and Gigi, live from the UK and the USA, collaborating and building that bridge across the pond. It's all about that, isn't it? It's all about the equilibrium, man. I feel blessed. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. You know, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from?
1: Where are we from, man? You know what? I and I get that question asked all the time, and I always say, I don't know, I don't know where I'm from. And you know why I don't know where I'm from? It's because I was adopted at birth and I haven't got a clue where I was from. Uh, all I know that I was, um, you weren't asking literally where you? you're asking where I'm from now, right? Is that. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my
0: hilarious
1: now justin this guys vibe is hundred percent Cheers, Justin baby what's up man what's up justin peace um no basically I'm from the UK I'm from I'm from United Kingdom I'm from England uh, I was born in the north of England as I was saying earlier I was uh well I was two and a half months premature and I was adopted at birth which I believe played a big part in my life uh I mean I only found out when I was 18 but it was a it was a massive massive shock for me when I found out that, that the first eighteen years of my life I felt like I was living a lie, I was in a lie. Um, no disrespect to my adopted parents, I loved them. I loved them when they were alive, and I always will love them. But I just felt a bit felt a bit cheated, really. Um, and like everyone knew around the world um, except me that uh, I was adopted, and. Um, and the stories I've heard since then. And I'm in the process actually of trying to find my my adoptive mother in particular. Uh, but yeah, so where my roots are from, I don't really know. I, 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 I mean, I can take a guess, but I, I, I don't know where my roots are. I, I don't have any medical conditions or anything. Um, but you know what? I'm blessed uh, and I'm happy. And my life has been of a roller coaster it really has um but this is what i'm here i'm here to share my story and, and that's what i do now is share my story because all the uh adversities that i th- i feel that i've been through um it's serving me today and this is how it's serving me by having a platform like yours and I'm this opportunity is great one to share my story two to be a voice for the voiceless and three to share this this commonality that we have that you and i have is this 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 love this the commonality of love the commonality of connection um, the love for spirituality and the love for change and and i feel really really grateful to be here thank you
0: amen again honored to have you here today now justin crane says cheers my brother much love to good peeps no matter what part of the earth you're on love it, <laughs> love
1: it. this is my sign for 33 years yeah i was a, i was in active addiction for 33 years so that's what that means but anyway
0: that is incredible. Now, Steph, tell us more about what inspired you to become a human behavioral consultant and an addiction specialist.
1: You know what? what when I was growing up, this is this was far from what I wanted to be. I mean, I, I didn't even know about addiction specialist or human behavioral consultant and, and the work I do today, it was it wasn't even in my in my in my mind ever. Um, I think I think the universe and, and and the way life panned out got me to this place today, um, and uh, I guess it's uh, it, it it all started from you know uh, at eleven years old. I was um, shipped away to boarding school, a very acclaimed boarding school, mind you. From the age of eleven to seventeen, I was there, but unfortunately, those those six years, uh, I was abused on a daily basis, um, racially every day physically emotionally the humiliation that went with all of that and and sometimes sexually and it was um i don't know how i got through it Gigi. i i i i really don't know how i got through it but well i do i i found alcohol uh alcohol for me where some people would say it was a coping strategy a coping mechanism for me it was a fantastic strategy i call it a brilliant strategy Um, and I don't mean it's a good thing to do. I mean that it was good at that time that got me through what I was going through on a daily basis. I mean, I could tell you stories that would possibly shock many people, but there's people out there who've got their own truth. There's people out there who've got their own trauma. You've got this big trauma and little trauma. It's not about that. It's what's personal to you, and that was very personal to me, and I really believe that that trauma in particular and also the trauma of being adopted, which I think is a trauma, an abandonment, Um, I I look at things on a cellular level now, and I know you had Tanya before who does as well, and she's taught me a bit of that. It's a combination of all these things. I think I was in a position where I was searching. I was searching for something to get me through that lifestyle, to get me through those tender years, those teenage years, those years of importance, the years of puberty, the years of growing into a man. And being humiliated on a daily basis was hard. It was very hard. And I really don't know how I got through it. But, yeah, I, the alcohol, the alcohol was really, really helped me through it. It saved the day. It saved the day. And then I, and it looks like, well, it does. I, I took it through to adult life and the alcohol became drugs. Uh, the drugs and alcohol were a, a brilliant combination for me. And when I mean drugs, I mean cocaine and crystal meth. Crystal meth grabbed me like any other, just grabbed me, man. It just, it just, it just took my dignity It took my soul, it took my integrity, it took my morality. I mean, all drugs, the cocaine and the alcohol, you know, I did things out of character, but crystal meth really did take it to another level. And with that, I was gambling a lot and I I was leading the whole toxic lifestyle. Uh, I believed I was uh, suffering from what I call IGS. Which is imaginary gangster syndrome? I was driving in the top cars, Gigi. You get me? I was I was driving in the top cars in the Bentleys. I was hiring the Bentleys, the cocaine on my side, going to the top clubs, mixing with Fifty Cent, wearing the fiery coat, and the, it was all it was all a facade, man. Right? It was it was it was I don't know. It was it was it was, it was like a, the, it was like the abused became the abuser, even though I never abused the way I got abused. I used it in this way, I used it in a way of, um, this is how I got control for the first time in my life, I was moving with some some gangsters, and I thought I was one of them, I was helping people in need, like the modern day Robin Hood kind of thing, getting involved in unsavoury unsavory things, and, and, and criminal activities, because it made me feel... Good. It made me feel strong for the first time in my life. It it made me have a bit of control because I was suppressed for those crucial years of my life. I was abused, and 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 I've only seen all this in reflection. At the time, I didn't know it was going on, and the drugs were getting into me, and I was, I was hurting my family, my children, my wife. Um, I was messing everyone around me. Anyone who came in my place, I. I was going to have you, man. I was going to do you. I was going to rob you. I was going to take away your dignity. I was going to humiliate you because that's the way life was. But I was also going to help you as well. If you needed help, um, I would do everything in my power to help you. And unfortunately, sometimes that involved um, violence. That involved um, uh, support, financial support. um, And that money came from very um, unsavory things. But that's what it does. That's where it took me. That's where the drugs and the alcohol and the whole lifestyle took me. It took me to a to a life where, when I think back, it it it's you know I was unrecognizable. I was unrecognizable, and um, you know, I had my stomach pumped twice from alcohol poisoning. I was overdose, I overdosed three times. I was even flatlined once. The line was just flat, and I just came out of it. Um, yeah, it was um, it was tough, but it's it, it's it's not- I was entrapped, I was ensnared in this lifestyle and I I really do put it all down to what I experienced from the age of 11.
0: Saf, would you say that, again, you did mention that it is because of what happened to you when you were younger, but did you try to numb the pain through drugs and alcohol? All
1: day long, yeah, all day long. And, And as I said, I call it a brilliant strategy. That was the strategy I used. I don't call it a coping mechanism, I call it the strategy anyone who does something like that and does it excessively yes if they're coping or what they're getting through but i call it a strategy that was my strategy at that time because without that and i'm not saying it was good but without that i would probably be dead but because i did it excessively for 33 years i should be dead from doing that as well now my strategy is different now my coping mechanism my strategy my spirituality my love for humanity, the, the, the service that I do. I mean, Mahatma Gandhi's quote, man, the best way to um, to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And that's what I do. That's what I do. Do you know what I mean? That is that is exactly what I do. And I could give you a Tupac. I could give you a Tupac quote if you want. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Tupac said, you got to make a change. It's time for us as people to start making changes. Let's change the way we eat. Let's change the way we live. Let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working. So it's on us to do what we got to do to survive. That's two parts core, man. And that guy, that guy was one of the best lyricists ever, 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 ever lived. And he, you know what? He stood for things that I stand for for today. My way of doing it is different. Uh, I'm not the greatest rapper, and I ain't going to try and rap. But and I ain't a gangster rapper, which is what they used to call rappers in the 80s and the 90s. But, um, you sure you don't want to
0: give us a little rap right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I am learning to sing, Gigi. I am learning to sing. Uh, I haven't started yet, but I am learning. I have done a rap before, but it didn't. It wasn't very good, so I'm, I'm not going to start it. T- but you know what? It's you know people like Gandhi and 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 Martin Luther and Nelson Mandela and even Tupac Shakur from a different kind of perspective. These people. These people believed, believed in something. Uh, Bob Marley. I mean, I I have so much admiration for all these guys, man. It's 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 just wonderful to um, to look at people like that. But obviously, I I couldn't study them, and and the people I study today are the likes of Dr. John D. Martini, who's a human behavioral consultant. He's mentored me. Uh, He's taught me a lot of things in human behavior, which I think is what the question you asked. But um, so I do a lot of human behavioral work. T.J. Woodward, who I'm starting a show with him next week uh, called Universal Recovery, and he is a legend in addiction, um, and he's got his own story as well, and he's a, he's a he's a best-selling author, and he's just an amazing guy. These people, Dr. Gabor Maté from Canada, again, a leader in addiction, uh, Professor Bruce Alexander, these are the people I've studied, and this has all happened when I came into recovery. You know, I, I came into rehab, um, in fact, my daughter, my daughter, from the rehab place and i went there Gigi, check this out. i went there with no intention of stopping my lifestyle but i went there and i saw my key work and i'm in the room with her right and i just broke down i just broke down the day before i was in a police cell in berlin in germany uh for drunken and disorderly and, and 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 crazy stuff and the day after i'm back in london and then two days later, I'm in this rehab place and I just broke down. It's like everything just got me. I was done. I was done. People say you come into recovery or you come in uh, uh, when you've hit rock bottom. That wasn't my story. Cause if that had been my story, I would have come in many, many years before. I was just done. I was exhausted mentally, physically. I bankrupted my family, emotionally, financially, in every way and that moment in that room with my first key worker her name is paula big up paula i was done and that was the last time i took a drink or drug or had any gambling or any kind of toxicity from that day my life changed forever call it a spiritual awakening in that room call it whatever you want i call it it the beginning of my life and i celebrate it 11th of august i celebrate the 11th of august every year and I celebrate more, more than my birthday, which is September the 6th, a month later. 11th of August is the day that I was born. Uh, is the day that I've I've learned to serve other people. Is the day that I've learned to help as many people as I can, whether they're suffering from trauma, adoption, addiction, anything, anything. Anxiety, stress, depression. I'm also diagnosed as bipolar. I've got experience in so many things personally And now I have it in a professional and a vocational and an academic level. I've done a master's degree in addiction psychology. I've studied human behavior. I read on a daily basis. I'm doing conscious recovery courses with TJ Woodward. I'm just trying to better myself, educate myself, because I have the personal experience. I have the professional experience. I even got to work in a lifeless prison in in the UK, where I was helping addicts or, 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 or convicts or offenders who are in prison because of drug related crimes or because of drug addiction and you know i i i worked as a drug and alcohol practitioner um and that was an amazing experience uh, to help people not to not to ridicule them not to look down on them but try and help them through the addiction because addiction is not the crime addiction makes you do the crime just like it made me do certain things that i would not do today um so my life my life just changed and what i do today is your question at the very beginning how did i get to where i get to i had no i had no intention of getting to this place no intention all i wanted to do for those years or when someone is trying to decide what they want to do when they grow up i was just trying to survive i was just trying to survive the life that you know that the woes life had thrown at me the the i mean the abuse the i was just trying to survive um and it, all this took place because of fear. Um, drugs, alcohol, all saved my life, but they also nearly killed me. And today, it's not like that. Today, I, 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 you know, I have clients who I treat. Um, I work with them uh, with social behavior and ho- human behavior, where I do a lot of work with uh, highest priority values, And we look at the the universal laws mainly the law of duality and heuristic escalation i'm a strong believer of 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 maxwell's equations i'm a strong believer that there's no positive without a negative there's no predator without a prey there's no prey without a predator where there's a negative there's always a benefit where there's a positive there's always a drawback look at both sides as humans we live we try and live a lot of people live in a one-sided world a one-sided perception It's important to look at the both sides. Only then you can have a life of fulfillment. If you live a one-sided life, you'll be living a nightmare. You have to look at both sides. Only then you can have a truly inspiring and fulfilling life. And that's what I teach, and that's what I talk about on a regular basis. Also, the, the, the values, but I also talk about connection. I talk about connection quite a lot. That's what my work involves. So whether it's not just addiction, but with anyone who wants to be empowered, who wants to be inspired, empowered leaders. And want to govern their stuff, come to me, man. I, I, I will help you because I'm someone who's been there and I'm someone who's come out. I've come out the other side. I've got my own TV show now, Gigi. Who would have thought, <laughs> that? <laughs> Who would have thought that, man? I'm on Sky TV, the biggest broadcasting TV platform in Europe. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how, I, I don't know what the US version is, whatever your biggest TV, that's what it is. Okay. Um, and I've got my, I want to, want a channel called Feel Good Factor TV every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. My show's called Men's Talk. It's just three guys. I'm the lead host and we just chat about everyday things. And it's become a massive hit. Another show, I'm on a Muslim Islamic channel. I was brought up by an Islamic family. I mean, I'm very spiritual and I believe in the source and the power greater than myself and I believe in God and I choose to call this power God. But I I have a lot of knowledge in the Islamic faith because that's that's what I know. But I believe in a lot of faiths and, and I go to I go to church. I go to mosques. I go to temples. Um, not just for the free food. I go there because it's a place of solace. I go there because I get I I get some peace and calm and serenity. And I go there and I just just close my eyes, man. I close my eyes and I thank. I thank God because gratitude is a big part of my recovery. I'm grateful every day. I'm grateful that I'm I'm able to do I'm able to do what I do today really grateful man i'm grateful to have a platform like this and for you to invite me so i can share my story i can share and try and give a message of hope because that's what it's about that's what it's about to give a message of hope and i'll you know it's not just about in the uk or in the us it's globally and i'm looking to i'm looking to do work all over the world because i believe that this is my calling
0: amen you're truly a warrior staff now tell us more about men's talk and road to redemption
1: Yeah, well, Men's Talking, as I say, is three guys just chatting about different topics every week. Uh, Last week I talked about gender, gender norms. It was amazing, amazing, because I'm a bit of a feminist, you get me? Big up the women. You know why? Because apart from my son, the two most important people in my life is my wife and my daughter. My wife and my daughter, they saved me from that addiction. They saved me from, from the depths of hell. Okay. And they supported me all the way Where any other wife would have left me. She stayed with me because she saw that there was a bit of good inside all that, all that evil that was going on around me. So I, I, I owe my life to my family. I owe my life to God for thank, thankfully giving me this opportunity to, to use everything that I've been through to use it as service and see how it served me and try and serve others with it. So men's talk is all different topics. From gender norms, from <clears throat> from nutrition, from exercise, from technology. It's, it's such a great show because there isn't many shows out there just with men. There's a lot of women's shows, so it's, it's a great concept. But on that channel, there's Girls Talk, there's, there's Cat Sanctuary, Joe Vitali, who you've been on a platform with, he's on the same channel as well. And Jive Aces, which is a famous, uh, famous jazz band that won Britain's Got Talent. And so, so there's, there's a lot of things going on. And, and Road to Redemption is an Islamic channel where I've got my own show, which is going to be starting again next year, where I where I talk to the youth of, of Islam uh, in particular, but anyone can watch it because there's a lot of denial and a lot of delusion in, in, in some faiths. I guess in most faiths when it comes to uh, addiction, when it comes to trauma, when it comes to mental health, a uh, lot of denial and there's a big taboo as well so i'm i'm that show is about breaking that that show is about educating uh the second generation the elders educating the priests and the people who are in a position of faith uh to try and educate them that it it, it, can, it can get anyone it does not discriminate addiction and mental health does not discriminate but also i think that the reason why uh i have a purpose on this is because when i talk to to the youth uh because i've been there as a youth and i've been there as an adult i have a way of connecting with them and they have a way of connecting with me so i think that it's easier for them to to actually reach out to me so because i've been there i've done it i know where they're coming from i know what they're doing i know about the criminal activities i know about the county lines i know about what they've done i know the signs and I'm educating them, I'm educating their parents, and I'm educating the priests. I'm educating the worthy. I'm educating everyone. And that's why I do that show. Um, and they approach me, and I'm really happy and blessed to do that. Um, and I try and do it respectfully, because I don't want to go against any religion. That's not what I'm about. I'm about addition. Something in addition, not against. Not, not against anything. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a modality in addition to all modalities to all universal stuff to all religions. I'm something in addition. Use it. If it helps, great. If you don't, don't use them all together. Whatever works, works. So they're the two shows that I'm doing at the moment. Um this Universal Recovery Show, which is a Facebook show at the moment, I'm hoping I'm hoping to take that to Roku and Apple TV next year. Um also do a Thursday night show which I've just done called inspirational people, inspirational stories. And I'm definitely gonna have you on my show, Gigi. And that's basically Interviewing people who are inspirational uh, because their story needs to get out. It's all about giving a message of hope, and that's what I do. That's what I do, and I just feel grateful, man. Grateful.
0: Incredible. Now, tell us more about your book that you're releasing in twenty twenty one.
1: Twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'll tell you the name of it. Uh, it's called Out of the Madness because I am out of the madness. I I, I always call it the madness um, because it was mad. My life was just crazy it was, it was the drugs, the, the, the alcohol, the, the whole, uh, everything that I was involved with for literally, and I can't talk about the first six years because I was a kid, but after that, it it just, it was mad. It was madness. And the book is called out of the madness. And there's a lot of stuff in that book. Uh, the whole idea of the book is to give a message of hope. That's all it is. It's, It its I don't want to say too much uh, because uh, I've got to get the law, the lawyers to look at it to see what I can leave and what I can't leave because there are possibly incriminating and controversial things in that book um, and I don't want to get into trouble. Uh, so, but so the whole idea of the book is to give a message of hope to people who have experienced any kind of adversity, any struggles, any challenges that you can get out of this you can get out of this no matter what you've been through you can get out of this and this is just a story to show you that it is possible there is a way out so that's the, that's what the book's about it's 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 going to be a great read it really is when i when i read back at what i've done so far i've got one more chapter to do that will be done published in january launch in april i'm launching it in dubai Uh, Not that I'm asking anyone to come to Dubai, but my first launch will be in Dubai, where I've been invited as a guest uh, to speak um, uh, at an authors and and speakers conference on the 11th of April. If you're there, come and hollow out. It's a free event. Um, But I'll do the launch on the same time as well. So I'm launching it in in the UAE, and then it'll be in London, and it'll be global. So, um, yeah, it's a book to give a message of hope and to give you some light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Wonderful. Now you were diagnosed as bipolar. Can you explain to the audience the importance of not allowing their bipolar diagnosis to keep them down or to stop them from achieving their goals or their dreams?
1: Yeah, it's um, I I was diagnosed quite late. I was diagnosed six years ago, uh, six seven years ago, and um, I'm not a doctor, so I a, a, a physician. Um, so please take what I'm going to say with a pinch of salt uh but what i mean i'm still on medication now okay i'm an antidepressants and i'm on antipsychotics and the only reason why i'm on it now is because every time i try and get off the side effects are so strong i can't deal with it i honestly feel that if i knew what i know now then i may not be on the medication in the first place um but i'm on it and it's, it's kept me stable um and it's helped me to operate and deal with life but i'm a strong believer more skills no pills no more pills lots of skills and what i mean by that is yes again it's not about disregarding anything it's about addition if you can do other things as well to help you in your in your mental health help you with your addiction help you with your trauma please 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 look at everything there's so many things out there we live in a wonderful world where there is help out there um and with the behavioral stuff that i know with the acceptance with the how things serve me and with the different kinds of modalities that i teach and i have learned i I truly believe that if i'd known it then I, i i may may have considered not taking the medication but it's brought me to a level it brought my mind into a balance and it helped me it helped me it helped me it, it helped me a lot um, and if I could come off it I will come off it and and I, and I will try and gradually come off it at the moment when I've tried to cut down the side effects have been so strong and I guess that's the um, that's the law of duality right there that's the pr- polarity right there the, you know the positive of it is that it kept me it kept me straight and it kept me equal. Yeah, but the 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 down the 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 drawback is it's 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 when you come off it 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 messes me up. It's like I'm back on the face. It's like I'm back on drugs again. um So there's always two sides. Let's look at them. Let's embrace them and bring them together. But yes, bipolar should any kind of mental health. You can still do what you do. Still do what you want to do. Nothing should stop you. Nothing. If you really want to do it, yeah, and you can feel it in your mind. You can feel it in your heart. You feel it in your core. It's all about the core. You've got to feel it in the core. You feel it in the core. Nothing can stop you. I promise you. I am living proof. I am living proof that you can get out of anything, anything. Um, so if anyone wants to holler at me or you want to give me a call or whatever, check me out, uh, Saf Buxy. Just type my name in. You'll find me on Google. And, and and just reach out, man. I'll be happy to talk. I'll be happy to talk to anyone. If I can help anyone, I will help as many people as I can. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, d- The message to that is don't let mental health issues, addiction issues, people who experience trauma or abuse, don't let that stop you moving forward.
0: Amen, very powerful, staff. Now, what is your why that keeps you going?
1: Wow, why? Why, why, why? You know, that is such a wonderful question because I'm always about when not why do you know what i mean um it's i don't know why what i do know is that it keeps me it 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 keeps me clean and sober for one and i think the biggest thing is because of what i've been through throughout my years and this is personal to me uh it, it may be big to some people may not it's not about that What my experience is, is I'm not letting these traumatic experiences, the negative experiences, the experiences of humiliation, the experiences of abuse define me. I'm using it to serve me, to serve others. And that is the reason why I do what I do. That is the reason why I'm in this game, this, this field of helping this field of projecting and giving this message of hope, whether it's on platforms like this, whether it's on TV, whether it's on the stage, whether it's through my book, whether it's through podcasts, whether it's through my personal consultation, all six of these things have got one thing in common, is by giving a message of hope because of what I've been through, because of what I've been learning since in recovery, because of the people I've studied, the people I've trained under, the readings I read, the knowledge I try and get on a daily basis, the further studying I'm doing. I'm putting professional experience, academic experience, and I'm combining it with my personal experience, and I'm putting it all in one package called the Buxy Modality. Yeah, the, but the Empowerment Series, the Buxy Modality Empowerment Series. I've got a workshop coming out, which is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, it's going to be so great that I'm hoping that it will be, it'll be of value to as many people as possible, because that's all I want it to be. What, so that I think that the question, the answer to your question is why? That's why. That's why, because this is all I know. I'm not going back to that life, Gigi. I'm not going back to that life of toxicity. My life is not about that anymore. This is my life. My life is to give a message of hope to as many people as possible through different, different sources because of the help of the source, the power greater than ourselves. I choose to call God.
0: Amen. And you are. You're doing a great job, Steph. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness?
1: Look at both sides. Look at both sides of absolutely everything. Do not live in a one-sided world. Look at the both sides of everything, because if you live in that, if if you bought in that fantasy of leading a one-sided world, having a one-sided perception, you'll be living a nightmare. Look at both sides of everything, as I said earlier. There's no prey without a predator. There's no predator without a prey. There's no good without bad. There's no bad without good. Yeah. There's no heaven without hell. There's no hell without heaven. There's no positive without negative. There's no negative without positive. You've got to look at both sides. Too many people get fixated with just the one side. When there's something good's going in your life, you've got a new job, you're on a high, everything's great. You want to stay there. And you don't want to look at the negative. I'm someone you have to look at the possible drawbacks. Otherwise, you'll be living in a nightmare and vice versa. People who have gone through so much negativity or going through negativity, you'll stay in that rut. You'll stay in that space until you start looking at the benefits of that. Now, when I say benefits of a negative, I don't mean it's good. Sometimes it's very, very wrong. Like, for example, the abuse that I went through, which is very negative. It wasn't right. It was very wrong. But I'm looking at the benefits of that. So you may ask, how can you look at the benefits of someone who's been sexually, racially, physically abused on a daily basis? Well, there are. And the biggest benefit is how it's serving me today. How it's serving me today is to serve others. Because if I didn't go through all that, and again, I'm not saying it was right, it was very wrong, but if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. That's how it served me. And how it served other people at that time? Let's look at that as well. Let's look at that as well. When I robbed when i robbed my wife for all the jewelry she had yeah because i wanted to get my crystal meth and i want to continue i wanted to continue my journey of toxicity i wanted to that that whole lifestyle when i robbed my wife of all her jewelry yeah i was holding on to that guilt and shame for years once i dissolved that guilt and shame Gigi, i got self-worth and the experience was so profound it was wonderful and how i dissolved it i saw how it served her but how can that serve her well, i'll tell you how it served her she went and spoke to her father and built a relationship that she may never have had it doesn't make it right what i did no but we've got to see the other side we've got to see the benefits of that negative it made her closer with my children. All that life, it, it served her in that way. And I'm not saying that someone has to do that to serve people that way, but you've got to look at how it served them. you got to look at how it served me. It served me today by having this wonderful life of serenity, this life, this journey that I'm on at the moment. The lovely people I'm meeting, Tanya, Tanya, big up, Tanya. I'm doing, I'm doing exciting Tanya. things with Tanya. I'm doing exciting things with this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful soul from the USA, man. She, She's just incredible. She's just coming to my life just like that. Just like that. And 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 since she's coming to my life, we're doing things in the world. We, we, we started a charity. Can I talk about that? Yes,
0: that brings us to the next question. Please tell us about the project you have with Tanya Simmons. And we the love project. you as well, Tanya. Thank you for listening
1: love, in. Tanya, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. look at look at both sides of everything no with with, with tanya tanya is a very special woman um and, and and we share the same love we share the, the the love of the love of helping people right the the love of the, the love of being of service to as many many people as possible and tanya tanya started this project um called healing for the nations where she goes to developing countries and, and works alongside uh, NGOs and other charitable organisations within that country. And 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 she's already been successful in building a water well in Pakistan, uh, in in a place called Sindh, which you know provides clean water, uh, you know, for people who are less fortunate than us. And and we were speaking about it. And now I'm fully fully involved. I'm a partner, man. Tanya got me for life now. So we're going to continue. We're going to continue doing these projects, Gigi. Right? We're going to uh, in Pakistan. We're we're building this orphanage, bought this land. We're going to be working. There we're will be working in countries like India and Africa. And we're going to try and help people who are less fortunate than us. We're going to try and educate the kids who don't get education. We're going to try and we're going to try our best to 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 stop exploitation in all ways. Whether we're you know we're here to fight, man. We're here to fight against injustice. Whether we're talking about whether we're talking about um, racism, uh, LGBTQ plus rights, whether we're talking about indigenous rights, um, animal rights, whatever we're talking about, we're, we're talking about the same thing: It's the fight against injustice. Um, we're getting involved in in uh, acid attack survivors charities because in Pakistan and India is a big, 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 big problem with with women getting attacked with acid in their faces. You know, we want to help as many people as we can. As we possibly can and we will work with any ngo anywhere globally if we can and we will help them with support with volunteers uh we will raise funds uh to accommodate and we will be doing all this out of love out of love for humanity out of love for people who are suffering on a daily basis and that's what we want in return we just want smiles we want lives we want to see empowered lives lives being empowered we want to see children smiling we want to see people who have who have gone through adversities whether it be asset attacks whether it be sexual abuse whether whatever it may be we want to try and help them and, and say that there is a life there is a life and we can help you try and have that life and we can try and get you through that so with mine and tanya's experience we want to bring it together we've brought it together we've both got a journey we've both got a story uh we are we are in alignment together, which is wonderful. Uh, we both believe in a power greater than ourselves. We both believe in universal laws. We believe in love. We believe in helping people. So I just feel I just feel blessed. And you know what's great? I'm not getting paid for that. Isn't that wonderful? I've got yes. it, 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 as we were saying off air, it's so wonderful having so much love and so much happiness for something that there's no financial reward at the end of it. The reward is what I said, smiling children, better living for people who are living in really bad, living in bad conditions, clean water, education for children who don't get it, clean clothes, that, that is the reward.
0: Amen. My heart goes out to you, Saf and Tanya, for all that you all all are doing in the community to change this world. You all are absolutely amazing. Thank you.
1: Okay. you. Beautiful.
0: Now, Saf, uh, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me Podcast. Where can the audience find you?
1: Well, they can find me in the UK. No, no you can find me anywhere, man. But if you, exactly, www.safboxy.com. That's the website. It says a little bit about what I do. Uh, it says about how you can get in touch with me. It tells you, tells you about what I have done as well. Uh, obviously, I'm on Facebook, uh, Safboxy Public Figure. Uh, also, Safboxy. My Facebook page, uh, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. You can email me at info at safbuxy.com. There's many, many ways. Please, please, please. I'm on YouTube as well. Look at my shows that I've spoken to some really inspirational people. Uh, and you're going to be on it soon, Gigi. Trust me, I'm going to get you. I'm going to find you. You're going to come on. Um, it's all about giving a message of hope. You can find me. Just type my name in Safbuxy um, and, and, and you, you will definitely find me. And I'll be happy to help you.
0: I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Saf at safbuxy.com. That's S-A-F-B-U-X-Y.com. And Saf, again, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me Podcast. You have a blessed day.
1: You too, Gigi. Thank you, my lovely.